When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN you know, the ESPN app. Key J, I'm starting to think that this football thing is popular and we should talk about it on the radio. I think, I think it would be a, a popular subject to talk about. Hmm. I think we should you, focus on football. Yeah. You, you, you discovered well, that, Max? I'm just, it just, I, I just dawned want, on me. I just want you to know we're a football show. Yes. Okay? What's that, Jay? Key, well, we are a football show. All national sports no, we, is basically we, football now. We handle all sports. Yes. Yes. But In on a national well, show, you got to talk, we talk like everything. football all the cricket, time and a little basketball, too. Right? And we talk cricket, too. More than a little, yeah, more we than do, a little basketball, but just a tiny little bit of baseball. No, we and talk everything. Else. We talk baseball, football, basketball, hockey, college football, college basketball, way. college baseball, uh, uh, gym, mm-hmm. uh, swimming. Mm-hmm. You say you, did you say, winks, did whatever you say that gym? Is. Gym. Gym? Like <laughs> gym? Gym like, like gym class? That, like yeah, like anything like, that happens. Like, gym. Gymnastics. <laughs> I could have said gymnastics. I just said dodgeball. <laughs> if you want me to be specific. No, smart ass. I'll say you ever play, you guys ever play about? you ever play asses up when you were kids? Like no. any of the schoolyard games? No, you guys what, were actual what, professional what athletes. Oh, uh, you wind up throwing the ball and someone winds up on a wall and everyone's chucking a ball at him. <laughs> like there's all kinds of wild screen Yeah, they games, call it man. something else suicide out here, yeah. right? Yeah, ain't that what they call it? Suicide? You throw the ball what, against what, the wall and it bounces back. I know what games you hit Max the dude. Is playing. You ever play stickball, Jay? Yeah, stickball. You play stoop? You ever play stoop? No. Throw up tackle? What's stupid? Throw, throw up tackle? You ever played that? No. Yeah. Throw, throw up tackle, tackle at 8 o'clock in the morning before school starts. You out on the concrete. I'm Everybody's with that. in a circle. Yeah. You throw the ball up, and whoever gets it grabs it and runs toward the touchdown, but you might get tackled in the mm-hmm. cement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Stoop. Yeah, that's you, never, you never even heard of stoop? No. Stoop is like you get it's like a like in New York City, stoop, stoop with what, stairs, what, right? You're a city You kid, throw obviously. the ball at the stair, so it's at an angle, right? And then people are behind yeah. behind you playing oh, the field, so and it pops out. You pops know, up, so we call it, it we call yeah. it curveball, Max. Yeah, so curveball, same thing. Same thing. Okay. to the other, and if the, if you can go get the ball across the street mm-hmm. above the car and it hit the curb and come back to you. That's the point. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the Philly version, right? Yeah, y'all yeah, got yeah. that because y'all ain't got no playground. Exactly, you can make up all types of wild games. That's the Philly John. Y'all on one. Y'all got one lane streets. <laughs> that's right. Wait, Jay, everybody, did you, did you just, just say John? John? Yeah, that's the Philly John. Okay. Yeah, John. Y'all all gonna say John? Wait, who said that? Who said that? That's the Philly John. James said it. John, where the where the John. John, just just embrace it. Okay. Yeah, John. International word for everything. You'll be cool. Keyshawn, J. Will, and, how you spell it, and Max. J-A-W-N. It means John. everything. Meaning, meaning originally J-O-I-N-T, right? That that morphed into John, right? I guess, I yeah. guess that's probably that the joint. technical yeah. Yeah. reasoning how it got changed. But, you know, once we, we took it over John, in Philly, yeah. it's a wrap. You know, that have, y'all ever gone, have y'all ever gone to a restaurant and looked on the menu and didn't know what it was? Yes, of course. Who hasn't? Key. Why? No, hold on, hold on. No, he got a story. I could smell it. No, I just—I was telling you, man. 
Who, me? Yeah, you. No, you got to tell me. You got to tell them that, George. Oh, my God. I was telling Yay, we were talking, you know, we were just talking about He's going out and eating and stuff. And I was with one of my former teammates before, and we went out to eat. And, uh, we, you know, he opened up the menu and everything. And so he was reading through it. And I guess he got to, you know how it says, appetizers, whatever, salad, blah, 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 goes down, whatever, sides, all that. He got to it. And he said, hey, is the entree good? What's the entree? What? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I could I, we, I, I, we was hey, like, huh? Yeah, we all come from somewhere, man. No, because he hadn't been in a, a, a sit-down restaurant before. Right, right. He yeah, in a way, yeah, in a way yeah. it breaks your heart, right? It, yeah. it, 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 he just never had been there before. So, you know, we had to. He was like, man, I ain't never been in no restaurant. You know, everything we do, we do a hamburger stands and fried chicken and the whole deal. But it was just funny because I was telling Yates about it. We was talking about something. And I was like, well, yeah, that happens a lot. You know, you walk into places. It was the movie Dumb and Dumber, right, where he's like, "Uh, the soup du jour. That sounds good. I'll have that. The soup du jour. (laughs) Like, like that's an actual thing. But Andre got that beat. I took my mom. Years ago, Jay and Max, you would know this. When we were in, we first started, we were in New York. We first started going. And we laugh about this to this day with my mom. And, you know, my mom obviously didn't grow up with much or whatever. But, you know, her last 25 years of her life was better than some people's 100 years of their lives. Mm-hmm. And when I first got drafted in New York, uh, we go to Mr. Child's, you know, a little fancy Chinese place, whatever. You know, you, you, we, we made it. And so we ordered. So you know how they give you the stuff to, you know how to give you the stuff at the end to kind of wash your fingers yeah, off yeah, like yeah. a liquid yeah. that oh. comes in a little bowl. <laughs> Mom thought it was a soup and was like, she was like, "Mommy, just wash your hands." <laughs> she was like, "Oh, I thought it was one of them deals they give you that's free that you just, you know, can clean your palate." I was like, "No." <laughs> okay, wait. I got I got one for you, Key. So I I didn't grow up broke. Nothing like that, right? But my parents are from the South Bronx, okay, both of them. Why would I walk in one day, they have their friends over, and what do they know, right? Like they're serving, like, drinks. But my mom had got a 40 of O.E., and she's pouring the O.E. Yeah, like, like, like she's serving, like, fancy cocktails, but she's pouring it out of the 40 of O.E. Yeah, that's what it is. I love that. I was like, Ma, you can't, you can't. I never had malt liquor. I just cups, could smell like it. So you know what are you doing? She's a middle-aged Jewish lady, Jay. You're not supposed to be. Hey, I get it. I get it. Um, that beer's got to be nasty, though. Uh, don't knock it. Keyshawn J. Willemax is brought to you by Disney Plus. It's Disney Plus Day. Your wish has been granted with the Disney Plus Day offer, and this month only, the price is dropping. This September, nothing beats the Disney Plus Day offer. Only $1.99 for one month. I mean, by the way, the content you get on Disney Plus, it's nuts. Offer available now until September 19th. Then $7.99 a month. That's it. All these and more now streaming. Um, did the Bills put the rest of the NFL on notice? Key, you said Josh Allen hadn't had a signature win. I mentioned that. I, I quoted you to Diana Rossini on This Just In, tremendous show, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern ESPN. And mm-hmm. Diana Rossini said, I would say that hanging 47 on a Belichick defense in the playoffs is a signature win. But you mentioned earlier in the show the Bills were, sp- were huge favorites. They were supposed to win that game, right? This is a game defending Super Bowl champs, all that, on the road, only game in town, my only game on TV, primetime. 
and they made a this would be a signature win for the Bills. Was it? Was it that Josh Allen signature win so far? Uh, for me, it was. Now there there'll be other people that will say, "Ah, oh, beating so and so's signature win." Or be no, no. This is the one. You think about it. That New England game. Pfft, like, come on, man. They, we we all know why New England did what they did for an uh, to an unprepared Buffalo team when they played them in the snow. Buffalo wasn't prepared that New England was going to rush run the ball a hundred times. They didn't. No, it was just that got out of got out of hand. It didn't mean anything. And we saw the real Buffalo team take them down in the playoffs. This is we're all watching. We you went home, Max. Jay went home. I went wherever I was watching the games at. I'm watching. We all dialed in to see Josh Allen and all the hype and all the yeast and what is it going to be in 2022? Are they going to go from wire to wire and finish the deal? But they had to start off in L.A. facing the former NFL champions, Super Bowl champions, in in a day where Stan Kroenke, you never see him in the stadium. He's there with his glasses on. OBJ is not on the roster, but he's holding the trophy. Whitworth's retired. He's there. The Rock is coming out doing his cheer. It's a celebrities everywhere. All of that packaged up coming across the country. Josh Allen started where he finished against the Kansas City Chiefs like an MVP candidate. And we needed to see that. So we could continue to roll him out as a favorite MVP guy as the season continues to go on. See, to me, last night, Key, was a statement game because the way the season ended last year, just with, I mean, think about this feeling, want to bring people back. If you're in that divisional championship game and the flip of a coin toss, that ball doesn't go to you, and Patrick Mahomes just takes the wind out of your sail. The level of venom that I would have throughout the entire offseason would be extraordinary. It would be every day. And I met Josh Allen before. He's a very competitive dude. You then have the addition of Von Miller that's won a championship that brings the one missing piece to your team, which is that pass rusher from a defensive perspective. To me, last night was just the beginning for the Bills. And we could talk about the Rams and the questions with their O-line and you know, questions with the wide receivers, and I, but I think the Rams will be fine. But I, I think you're going to see, as long as they remain intact health-wise, you're going to see a team that is always going to have that chip on their shoulder that's going to want to beat people down. I think last night we started to watch the beginning of something special happening with the Bills organization. Not only did they exceed the hype, but I think you're going to see them sustain that type of energy throughout the course of the season. Josh Allen not only passed the eye test, but – was almost flawless in the first half. He had one bad throw, the interception. But the first interception was nonsense. Like, he put it in the receiver's hands. And, and the receiver made a football move and then lost the ball somehow. Like, that's not on Josh Allen. He looked like an NFL MVP. College football is back. Tune in tomorrow as Arkansas hosts South Carolina, presented by Dr. Pepper. Coverage begins at 11.30 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Top three plays for week one in the NFL. Game number one, Dallas and Tampa Bay going under 51 total points. Both O-lines are banged up. 
And if you got a banged up offensive line, it's going to be tough to establish the rushing attack. It's going to be tough to throw the football. I think both offenses stall in this one. Play number two, Minnesota plus one and a half over Green Bay. No Devontae Adams means a big chunk of production gone from Green Bay's offense. Check out Minnesota's home road splits over the last few years. Much better with the crowd noise backing them up in the dome. And then bet number three, Trey Lance over 38 and a half rushing yards. Young quarterback, when in doubt, on the road, tuck the ball and run, fella. Don't be surprised if Kyle Shanahan has a couple designed plays for Lance as well. I think he cruises over 38 and a half rushing yards. We are joined now by the great Ed Werder, ESPN NFL reporter, covering the Cowboys and Bucks game for ESPN. Or as Shannon wrote on my screen, fro ESPN. <laughs> hey Ed, how are you? No long lead ins. How are you all? Good. good. What's up, what No long lead ins. Okay, perfect. We, this, this is not the Boomer Show. <laughs> hey, how concerned are the Bucks, Ed, about where Tom Brady is after having an extended absence for you know life stuff in the preseason? Uh, it's, you know, it's hard to say. They seem to believe that he's. You know, Todd Bowles said this week he's. He's all in and he's totally focused. And I asked uh, Todd when I spoke to him earlier this week, you know, what has he seen in Brady that, you know, he's demonstrated his commitment. And he said, all I need to see is him out working hard at practice every day. And that's what he's done. So uh, at least at this point, they don't seem to have any misgivings about his level of commitment to uh, playing another season and attempting to lead the Bucks to uh, what would be his eighth Super Bowl win. And- <clears throat> What's the sense of urgency in Dallas, though, at beating – it's one game with 17 games in the season, but at beating – the getting off to a good start and beating the Buccaneers, mm-hmm. what, what is that sense of urgency like? Well, the – you know, Mike McCarthy, I think, recognizes the, the pressure that he's under going into his, uh, you know, third season in Dallas. He's not won either one of his openers, you know, losing both on the road narrowly last year to the Bucs, the year before that to the Rams. Um, and so I, th- I think they recognize that they need to win against good teams outside their own division uh, and especially have some level of dominance at home. You know, D- Dak Prescott, uh, who I have a lot of admiration and respect for, has a losing record against teams with a winning record. And so I think early on the Cowboys have a lot to prove. Uh, they, they ran off, a, got off to a great start last year despite losing week one. But there's a lot of pressure on this football team. And I, I think the interesting thing is that maybe most people haven't noticed is how much Mike McCarthy keeps talking about how great this defense is and how, you know, he said yesterday, hey, we're in a better position to play complementary football than, than ever before. And he means being able to balance with the running game and being able to lean on the defense. And it's ironic to me that Mike McCarthy, who was brought to Dallas because of his ability to develop quarterbacks and get the best out of a quarterback like Dak Prescott, you know, with his reputation for offensive play calling and play design, he, he's relying on his defense. You know, he, and, and the guy who's leading the defense is the guy who, if he gets fired, is probably going to replace him, and Dan Quinn. Um, but that's the way it really is here in Dallas. They're, they think they're going to struggle a little bit on offense without, you know, the wide receiver position until they get Michael Gallup back. And, you know, they lost Tyron Smith at left tackle, and they're playing a rookie who took 67 preseason snaps, none of them at left tackle, all of them at left guard. Well, Ed, then let's talk about that vaunted defense against uh, a depleted O-line to a degree for the Bucks and Tom Brady. Now everybody's going to talk about his extended absence, but are, are you kind of worried about Tom Brady 
considering like his age and if he if they're able to get that pass rush on top of that, like is that concerning to you? Well, he's the only forty five year old starting quarterback in history. Now Tom's always done a great job, you know, protecting himself. He's able to move within the pocket, gets rid of the ball quickly. But he's dealing with, you know, three new interior offensive linemen. And I think one of the things we saw, you know, Dan Quinn at his creative best do last year was rush the A-gap with guys like Randy Gregory, who had never done that before in their careers. And so I could certainly see him using Micah Parsons to, to rush inside like that and try to exploit those matchups. Uh, I think they're also better at defensive tackle, and so that gives them a better chance to create pressure and push the pocket You know, at a guy like Tom Brady, who you know, pocket passers don't like the pocket collapsing from right in front of them. Um, but at the same time, if Chris Godwin plays, you know, they've got to defend a great group of receivers and make Tom Brady hold the ball. I think that's the bigger question to me is, will the secondary hold up well enough to force Tom Brady to hold the ball? You know, he, he torched him last year. Now most of the damage was done by Antonio Brown, who's not uh, wearing their uniform. We all saw him take it off in the middle of the game uh, last year against the Jets. But still, if Godwin plays, Julio Jones – uh, Mike Evans, you know, that's a lot to ask of, of the secondary. But, yeah, I think Dan Quinn is going to challenge the in, interior of that offensive line. Ed Water, ESPN reporter, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Ed, if there was one side of the ball for the Cowboys that they would be most worried about, where would that be? Well, I think they have to worry about the fact that um, like I said, Tyron Smith, they, they drafted him to eventually be, I'm sorry, Tyler Smith, they drafted him to be Tyron Smith's replacement. Ultimately, they just didn't think it was going to be week one of his rookie season. And so they spent the entire uh, you know, training camp and preseason working him at left guard. And like I said, he took zero snaps uh, at left tackle. And now he's got to go up against Shaq Barrett, who's one of the best in football at not only sacking the quarterback and creating pressure, but strip sacks. And next to him is Connor McGovern, who late last year got a chance to take over for Connor Williams, who was the most penalized player in the NFL last year, and he failed to do so. They put Connor Williams back in. So I think the left side of this offensive line is a huge question mark for the Cowboys. And a lot of people would say that, you know, hey, Terrence Steele, not exactly the best right tackle in football either. I mean, they've got, they've got three potential Hall of Fame offensive linemen in their building, but only one of them is going to be on the field Sunday, and that's Zach Martin. Can C.D. Lamb be Michael Irvin 2.0 for the Cowboys? I don't have any questions about, uh, and I don't think anybody in that locker room or on that coaching staff has any questions about C.D. Lamb's ability to elevate and perform as a number one receiver. Talked to Dak Prescott about that yesterday. Uh, you know, they moved C.D.'s locker uh, right next to Dak's when Amari mm-hmm. Cooper was traded for a fifth-round pick so that those two could, you know, continue to build an important relationship. And, I mean, he's such an athletic player. He's been a dominant guy. You know, every down he gets to go against, you know, Diggs in practice. It's kind of like, not quite like Michael and, and, uh, and Michael Urban and Deion Sanders bringing out the best of each other, but very competitive. And they think, you know, I think they've got to do what the Packers did for, you know, Devontae Adams before they traded him and what we saw the Rams do with Cooper Cup. I mean, you've got to give him opportunities. Uh, and I think, the, I think Kellen Moore and Dak have to be more mindful of that. Ed Werder, ESPN NFL reporter, joining us here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Ed, what do you think is the biggest key for Dak in this game and for the season? 
Well, I mean, it was interesting to me, you know, that last year they went in there. Now the Bucks are still coached by, and the plays are called by Todd Bowles, has, who's now the head coach. But they don't have uh, Indomitian Sue. They don't have uh, Jason Pierre-Paul. Last year the Cowboys went into the game, and, and even though Dak was coming off that injury from the previous year, um, and there were so many questions about his mobility and so forth, they, he threw the ball a career-high 58 times against the Bucks that night in a close game. They basically forfeited the running game. All this offseason, all they've talked about is recreating their identity as a tough physical team that can run the football at will. So here comes the Tampa Bay Bucks, one of the best in football over the course of the last three years, at stopping the run. Can the Cowboys run the football? Dak said yesterday, hey, we know we have runs for loaded boxes. We don't care what the box count is, or sometimes we're going to have to just run the football. And so I think that's the key to this game for them. Can they create some kind of offensive balance and negate the problems that they have you know, in pass protection, presumably with Connor McGovern on the, and Tyler Smith on the left side? One of the more intriguing matchups on the slate this weekend. Thank you, the great Ed Werder, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Ed. Right, Thanks Ed. for having me on, everybody. Have a great day. Uh-huh. Tune into an AL East battle tomorrow as the Yankees host those pesky rays that refuse to go away. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Coverage begins at 12.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Yes, the Bills were very impressive Thursday night, beating the Rams at L.A., in L.A. Is this the year, though, that Buffalo finally puts it all together? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Josh Allen, in my opinion, is the best quarterback in the league. If they can play like that all year long, they're going to win a Super Bowl. Josh Allen looked like the MVP last night. I think he exceeded the hype. He's a creature, man. He's good, man. He's a you know, leader of our team. You know, we kind of follow his lead, man. Out there running guys, over stiff-arming guys, man. The question isn't whether or not Josh Allen is good. The questions are always going to be coming into the season. Can they do what everybody is putting them out front to do? Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio, and you can listen to us anywhere on the ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Ryan Fitzpatrick, 17-year NFL vet, former Bills quarterback, and prime video Thursday night football analyst is with us now. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning. How are you guys? What's up, Ryan, man? We got three smart guys on this show this morning. Hmm. What's up, Ryan? You, Jay, and Ryan. And me? No, is that what we're saying? No. Ryan, Jay, and Max. Hmm. Duke, Harvard, and Columbia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
That is true. All right. Three good schools. A couple of Ivy League guys. Y'all can talk Ivy League talk a little bit. Yeah, Ryan and I will give each other the secret handshake later. We just can't do it in front of anybody else. Ryan, congrats uh, on a new gig, man. I love that for you. How's everything starting off? It's been good. I, uh, I think, you know, after you stop playing, it's like, well, what the heck am I going to do now? And this has been really good for me so far because I'm still involved in the game. Um, you know, we'll go on Thursdays, we'll go to every site. So I'll be there, you know, we'll be on the field kind of pre halftime and post and be doing these games, but staying connected, not just to the players and coaches, but to the fans. Uh, I think it's going to be great for me in my transition to a different career. And that's Ryan Fitzpatrick, 17 year NFL veteran, former Bills QB and prime video Thursday night football analyst joining us here on Keyshawn J. Will. And Max, right? I, I do want to kick things off, and I'm happy that you're in the booth now. What did you see from Josh Allen's ability to take the Bills to the next level last night? And is that enough? Obviously, there are other components, but with that level of play, is that enough to get them to a Super Bowl? I love, I love Josh. He's definitely my favorite quarterback to watch right now in the NFL. And, you know, the biggest thing with him – and Collinsworth kept talking about, oh, he shouldn't run as much. Is he going to run as much? What's Dorsey going to do? Like He is not just the heartbeat of that team. He's the heartbeat of that city. And so every time that dude took off with the ball, and you mentioned it earlier, the stiff arms, you know, his touchdown run where he helicopters the ball in, he, that just gets that team so juiced, not just the offense, but the defense, the fans. It's so much a part of who he is and what makes him a superhuman football player that that's something that's just going to continue. But he's the total package. He really, you know, once he got his accuracy under control and his decision-making has been incredible, uh, they're going to be a really tough team to beat. Ryan, playing 17 years in the NFL and, and at a number of spots with a number of different offensive coordinators and head coaches and play uh, play sheets changing from week to week and game plans changing. And you, you had all this information you had to retain it to perform at the level to keep you in the league for those 17 years. Josh Allen is facing a new offensive coordinator in Ken Dorsey, which called a pretty good game last night. Do you think that that marriage could continue to work throughout the season and get the same results as we saw last night? Well, they, so, you know, they've had a relationship the last few years. Uh, but once you jump up to a play caller, that relationship definitely changes. Uh, that's my biggest question mark for the team going into the year was how is Ken Dorsey going to do, you know, as the play caller. Dave all did such a great job with Josh. And so um, last night was a good start. But as you guys know, as you get going into the season and people start game planning and seeing specific things that you've been doing, you've got to be able to mix it up and you've got to be able to adjust. So, for me, with Thursday Night Football, we've got the Bills and the Patriots late in the year. Like, that's one that I'm really excited to see. You know, at that point, where are we at? Where's New England at? Uh, and by then, I think we'll have a pretty good indication of uh, Ken Dorsey as an offensive coordinator. What are your expectations for Tua Tungavailoa this year? Uh, talking to Ryan Fitzpatrick here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. They've seemed to have put him in a position to succeed. He has a couple of years under his belt. Do you see him making progress, Ryan? Do you like his trajectory? What are your expectations? 
yeah, this is this is a huge year for Tua, which you know that's that's an understatement. But he has had a few years now to get used to the game. He's had a, a couple years. Um, you know, he, he sat for a little bit and then played and has played a lot of football. So um, it's a new offense. It's a new scheme for him. There's some stuff that he's going to have to work through early, you know, making sure that they know what he's comfortable with and then making sure that, um, you know, he's comfortable with some of the stuff that they're calling. But the addition of Tyreek Hill, the way the defense has played the last few years and having a lot of the same pieces over there, um, this is this is the year for him. It's the make or break year, and I know there's a lot of pressure on him. There's been a lot of pressure on him, you know, throughout his football career, not just in the pros but in college. Uh, and he always seems to rise to the top. So that's another one for me, though. Um, you know, pretty early in the season, we get Joe Burrow and Tua playing, and the the Thursday night football this year is a little bit different because. It's not the crap games that you're just throwing out there. And these are, these are good, you know, quarterback battles and nice matchups. Uh, and we'll get, we'll get to see early on how Tua does versus the uh, AFC champs. Ryan, I'm a betting man, which means I'm probably going to bet a lot of money on this game. But you said that this, <laughs> this, this season for Tua is a make-or-break season. So I, in your expert opinion, man, you've been on a lot of different teams. You've seen the DNA of a lot of individuals who've either made it or they've gotten broken. If you were betting, which one would you bet on for Tua, understanding the DNA of who he is? I, I'll, you know, I'm not – even though I am media now, I'm not going to give a direct answer, but I will give you hopefully a good answer here. Um, I just think when you're a top 10 quarterback in terms of being picked in the top 10, you have to have some sort of elite quality about you or multiple elite qualities. So when we look at Josh Allen, obviously his size, his ability to throw the football down the field, and then they felt like they could kind of shape and mold that and make him into a great quarterback. And they've done a really nice job developing him. With Tua, it's not the size. It's not really the arm strength. Um, you know, it's not really the escapability and running around and making plays. With him, it's elite accuracy and decision-making is going to have to be elite as well. And so um, I was always impressed with him, timing, anticipation, and the way he threw the ball. Um, but that stuff is going to be paramount in this Mike McDaniel offense. The run after the catch is huge. They've got some guys in Waddle and Tyreek that can catch and go. So that's going to be a big part for him. He's got to be spot on with all his throws, and that elite accuracy has to take him to the top. So that's a roundabout way of saying I don't know, but I'm excited uh, and I'm ready to watch. Ryan Fitzpatrick, former NFL quarterback, TV analyst now for Prime Video, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Until somebody says, here's $15 million, get out of retirement and help us out. Uh, Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> you know how that goes, a little fits magic. Yeah, exactly. Ryan, what do you think about Sunday night's matchup with the Cowboys real quick in the Buccaneers with two quarterbacks, Tom Brady and Dak Prescott, going up against each other? Uh, I think with the offseason and – even just the way everything's gone in training camp, Tom Brady's ready to get back on the field and just get back to playing football. Uh, there are some questions, I think, surrounding Dallas, um, especially the left tackle position. And, you know, they had a great year during the regular season last year, so can they build on that? But I think offensively, 
they, they've got more questions going into this year than they did last year. Um, I love Todd Bowles. I was his uh, quarterback with the Jets for a few years when he was the head man there. And so I, I think Todd does such a great job. His demeanor is always the same. He's a very aggressive play caller on defense, and that seems to rub off on the team. But I, I, I'm excited to watch that one as well. I just I, I think Tampa's going to come out of the gate pretty hot. Um, so I, I think Tampa will win that football game. Mm. You heard it here first on KJM, Ryan Fitzpatrick, coming out of retirement to join the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and his former head coach, Todd Bowles. <laughs> this is – Jimmy Garoppolo sitting there, Fitz, stay retired. I'm about to get traded to some contender as soon as someone gets hurt. Thank you, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Appreciate it. Good luck with him, Fitz. All right, thanks, guys. Uh, it's Jay's guy, Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's my Jay guy. Ryan Fitzpatrick, man. Yeah, you know I do. Fitzy, man, come on. Hey, <laughs> hey, Key. Yes. Um, I'm just going to read the tease, okay? We yes. will gwet you set for your NFL weekend. We will gwet you set for what? it. Gwet you? Yeah, we'll what? gwet you set for it. Okay. Now, oh, yeah. now it's a little bit of a little bit of a typo, man. He Come right. on, man. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN Two. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live weekday morning starting at six Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Two. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Jones or Johns? John. 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 Yeah. What are you doing, Max? I'm making a basketball. Play. Why? I'm gonna shoot. All right, we're you on. Get nowhere close to the bucket when you shoot, though. So You're fellas. Close I. So fellas. Oh. Good <laughs> shot. All right, let's I go. I did not call back for it. Go ahead, Key. Well, Max is the host. <laughs> well, it's but I'm but when we do additional content, well, not the you host, can just but, start you know. talking. Hey, so, uh, yeah, you don't have to ask a question, yeah. Key. I, I need to know. As we move forward, yes. Thursday night. Like, well, first off, Sunday we're typically work, you're working Sundays. I, I work I, on Sunday. What's what the hell? Why would I work on Sunday? Well, because you go. Well, you go somewhere and you watch the game. Well, that's not work. Do you stay at home and watch the games, or do you go somewhere? No, separate? no, 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 no. I can't stay at home and watch the games. Too much stuff going on. Well, first of all, I don't. Ha- I can't watch all the games. I don't have like. This is like I don't have like. 
what twelve direct TV boxes or anything like that. So I want to see all the games. So I go somewhere to watch them. Uh, I, oh, I see. You actually want to see the game. I mean, most people yeah, put on red zone and games. just watch it that way. I, nah, that doesn't it. do. Uh, highlights don't work for me. Uh, I mean, I. Yeah, but, but how do you how do you stay how do you focus on every game? Man, it's, it's, I, it's, I guess it's just something that I've been able to do my whole career. I mean, What's what, your routine, Jay? I'm at home. I'm at home. The kids are running around. I'm hanging out with the kids. I'm watching games. Like, I can't. Plus, like, if, I love to get out and mingle with the fans and see what, you know, I, I like to hear stuff. I like for people to talk and, and challenge. And it, it allows me to bring us content back to be able to, you know, just – it's fun. Watching games, man, is, is fun to me. Think about it, Jay. In the NFL, not the NFL, my entire career, meaning from high school to college to the pros, I never got a chance to have the weekends to watch football. I was either playing or traveling. Making up for lost time now. Yeah. I mean, like, when I first got off a of countdown, because even when I was – on countdown, I could watch them, but I was that that I was working in the day, and then eventually I got to to relax. But when I got off countdown and just started doing uh, week weekday shows and no weekend, oh my god! Well, to walk thing, into no, the like, sports bar. Well, that's the thing. When you go to the sports bar, man, I can't talk to eight thousand people no, Jay, all the time. Jay, I all I want to do is do have it. my DraftKings team in front of me. Red in. zone on, yes. and I'm going. I'm because you check- guys are anti-social. And no, mean. we're not. No, I just can't focus. Mean. The only game I'm really focusing, I'm focusing on the primetime games and any game the Giants play. I'm watching no, the Giants. You're focusing on everything, end to end, and I'm watching the primetime games end to end. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. And radio, you know what the best way to listen to us might be, Jay? What? The app? Yes, the ESPN mm. app. Exactly. ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge Week 1. All right, so. <laughs> at, hey, Shannon, you want to get on here and explain uh-huh. what's going on? Uh-huh. So now you need me, huh, Max? All right. A little bit. Uh-huh. Gwet, right? I got you. Uh, get him, Shannon. You're... All right, here get we go. Get him. Hope, so hopefully he doesn't talk the way he spells. Go ahead. <laughs> and on that Steve, note, let me go ahead and cut this mic off. All right, you, go, you explain the, the feature. I'm out. 
All right. So as a radio, as a as a radio network, we are competing with other shows to see as a as a show we vote. Right, so Key might think, well, this is going to happen, but if Jay and I think something else is going to happen, then we've overruled, or Key and Jay can overrule me, etc. Right, and and the three of us will vote, and the the winner of the vote, that's what we think is going to happen. So Raiders at Chargers, Chiefs at Cardinals, Bucks at Cowboys, we voted on this as a show. We picked winners, and we're going to see our results and compare it to the results of other shows. Shannon, How'd I do, Shannon? I like when you do it; it's better. So what we're going to do is, as a, as a <laughs> yeah. we're going to choose three games in each radio program is gonna, on ESPN Radio. I have the same three games. And as a show unit, we're going to pick a squad and, and who we think is going to win that game. So, Yates, what's the first game up? A squat Raiders at Chargers. We're going to pick a squat right now. Yep. A squad. Sorry, go ahead. Yes. All right, Key. Raiders at Chargers. What do you like in that one? I'm taking the Raiders in this one. They, they're coming to Los Angeles from Las Vegas, which is a short trip. The fan base is going to be crazy. The stadium, you think the Bills fans were in the stadium and so far that the Chargers shared with the Rams last night. Imagine what the Raider fan base is going to look like in Raider Nation in SoFi Stadium. I'm taking the Raiders no matter what anybody say. I'm going to take the Chargers. I actually think this might be the game of the of the weekend, and – we the way we've been talking about Justin Herbert this offseason, we're seeing his trajectory over the last couple of years. It, it, it almost matches or it's, it exceeds the way we've been talking about Josh Allen. And I saw Josh Allen last night ball out. I want to see what Justin Herbert and this team with Brandon Staley can do in their first game right away against Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. So the way this works, Las Vegas Raiders at Chargers. The Chargers are favored by three points at home, which means on a neutral field. It's like a pick them. But, but is uh, it really so, at home? So Right, exactly. Raiders will have more fans there than the Chargers. But Key took the Raiders. You took the Chargers. I'm the tiebreaker here. And I am taking the Chargers to cover. I think the people have talked Whoa! about the problem that the Raiders have had in the secondary, and that's not a good thing to have against Justin Herbert in this offense. But also, the Raiders have issues on the offensive line, and the Chargers have a defense. I like the Chargers to cover. So as a show, we are taking the Chargers to cover. Whoa! Yates, what's next? Chiefs at Cardinals. All right, key Chiefs are, are six-point favorites at Arizona. Yeah, a, a, another short trip, Kansas City, Arizona. Going to the desert, the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes up against Kyler Murray. But Kyler Murray is without one of his biggest weapons in, in Devontae Adams. So, when you, Devontae Adams, Lord have mercy. Jeez, DeAndre D-hop. Hopkins. What? De, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, they both are really good. So, <laughs> I look at this situation, I say to myself, the Chiefs are a better football team than the Arizona Cardinals. Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy are better coaches than Cliff Kingsbury. So, I'm taking the Chiefs in this situation by far in a runaway. I, I thought about taking the Cardinals for a second because Cliff Kingsbury and company usually start off hot, right? They fade later, and this is a big-time matchup. But I, I, I think there's something for our, our boy, Holmes. That the, I think he wants to put it to the test. Everybody talking about, oh, you don't got Tyreek Hill anymore. And he's like, okay, all right, all fantasy don't members. spread it around. Don't count on who I'm going to be throwing the ball to week to week. You're about to find out how many options I actually do have. Man, this dude's about to spread it around and evolve as a quarterback and get even better. Chiefs are going to cover. What's up next? Yates, last one. Buccaneers at Cowboys. Okay, the Bucs are two-and-a-half-point favorites at Dallas. Key, who you got? Look, the notice is out. 
win or go home. Dallas Cowboys, I'm taking them over to Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who has to who have to go to Dallas. Jeez. <laughs> I am so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? 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 <laughs> Jerry Jones, Dallas, and what? Was <laughs> what? I don't know if he's coming or going. I saw him fighting for it. <laughs> Billy, you're so stupid. <laughs> I'm taking the Cowboys. Cowboys, okay. Cowboys uh, going to win. Okay. I'm taking the Cowboys, too. I'm at the too. last 10 minutes yeah. of the show, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the Cowboys, too, man. Tampa Bay, two and a half point favorites on the road. I, I don't... I think it's going down differently. I think that depleted O-line is going to hurt Tom Brady. It's unanimous. Cowboys are going to win. And as a show, we are taking the Chargers to cover, the Chiefs to cover, and the Cowboys to win outright. Hey, Joe. Uh, what? Joe is oh oh on. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Robbie and Rex wrote on the 1025, the game in Nashville have responded. I thought at first, Shannon, it was a caller. But we, I've my, my hot... Saquon Barkley take has been responded to already. Let's listen to this. Get him. I think the Titans could have the number one run defense in the NFL this year. How about a little hot take to go right back to Max Kellerman? Have some, Max. So, I just I think if Saquon Barkley has a big impact in this game, it's probably more as a receiver than as a runner. Yeah, I agree. I'm not saying that he's going to get all like running through the tackle between the tackles. I'm saying Saquon's going to put up big numbers. Absolutely, a lot of that'll be in the passing game. You think well, big, they, bigger if numbers? They plan than on winning the game. Yeah. He's got to contribute. Period. He's got to key. He's going to have to be used all over the place. No, no use question about place. it. It'll be exciting to see if he comes back and gets it done. I hope he does. Yeah, and the run defense, no question. You know, Titans went from like a bad run defense to a really good one, but in one year, but. That can also regress, and not only that, the, 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 the Giants' O-line has, on paper, gotten a lot better. Yeah. And, they, you know, it's like there's a lot going in Saquon's favor this well, year that's been yeah. working against him recently. We'll see. It's an evaluation period. Look, man, that stumbling and bumbling at the end right there, it's like the kid. You know how when you're a kid in junior high and, and the bell was getting ready to ring and you <laughs> yeah. get up out your seat real quick? You see, I'm standing up. <laughs> I'm waiting for the clock to go so I can Teacher's still writing here. stuff <laughs> on the board. Key's like, uh-uh. Key, when I, that I, clock hits 3 o'clock, I'm out. Key, I got a sleeper game for you, though. 425, Packers at Vikings. I think the Vikings get yeah. that win. Man. A lot of people like that's the Vikings. A good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a, good a sleeper one. game. And Green Bay only, you know, favored you by should, a, a point and a half. You should put 100,000 on that one. How much? 100,000 right, yen. 100,000 yen, Jay. Loan it to me. Can you send it to me on the Cash App? Yeah, send in the paperwork. <laughs> There's no paperwork on the – it's an app. It's digital. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. <laughs> We're back 6 a.m. sharp send on Monday, Eastern. Greeny up right now, ESPN Radio. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support at robert half we know talent visit roberthalf.com today